Bengals, Texans, Sunday in Cincinnati. We've got injuries to talk about. We've got C.J. Stroud to talk about. We've got lots to do to preview the big game coming up this Sunday next on Blue Collar Bengals. What is up, Bengals fans? Welcome to Blue Collar Bengals, where you get to hear about the Bengals from two idiots just like you. Drew, how are we doing today? Concerned. Not not scared, <laughs> but concerned, I guess well, I would say. Well, let's let's talk about it, dude. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals, we, we were uh, solid favorites at one point to win by a touchdown. Uh, over the Houston Texans. However, some developing news has occurred that has probably shifted that line. Uh, we're on a four-game tear. We're five and three. We're looking hot. Uh, what are your concerns, man? You want to get right into it, or did you have anything else to open up with? I guess that that's probably the biggest news of you know the show that we'll talk about today and mm-hmm. what's going on. We've got some YouTube comments rolling in, thankfully, because – I got some weird-ass error message when we first tried to go live, so I'm glad that we're here. Um, But, yeah, the biggest news is, um, you know, we saw that T. Higgins popped up on the injury report yesterday with a hamstring injury. And then uh, here just about a couple hours ago, T. Higgins is out Sunday, according to Ian Rappaport and his sources. Um, Bengals were touchdown favorites heading into the game. If I pull out BetJack, Ohio Sportsbook. Shout out. Um, I'm still looking at the Bengals as a six and a half point favorite right now. Okay. So right. hasn't changed yet, but man, it just sucks because T had a monster game Sunday night against Buffalo. He looked to be back to his old self. They decided they were going to try to take chase away. So T was able to make him pay all night. And now Wednesday we have a hamstring injury. I saw a video of him walking into practice today. he just didn't look like he was walking great. That's when I kind of knew this was probably coming. But then the Rappaport tweet came out. I know that he still shows his unspecified on the injury report, but Rappaport usually doesn't get shit like that wrong. He says sources tell him that T. Higgins is not going to play Sunday. So that does suck because I thought maybe he was going to start building some momentum, get things going. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just hasn't happened yet. So, um, well, I mean, it happened Sunday, but we're not going to be able to continue it this Sunday. So that's a that's a downer, man. And um, not only do we have to worry about T. Higgins, we also have Jamar Chase, who did not practice yesterday, but was back today in a limited capacity. So he's a little bit banged up, too. So the wide receiver room is feeling it right now. It sucks because it, it, it's I'm gonna yawn. Sorry, it's that time, man. Like it's it's that time of the season uh, where this kind of shit pops up. Um, Jamar falling on his back. We kind of knew that. Uh, I I wasn't really tracking T Higgins. Uh, maybe this this Rappaport character is wrong. I've never heard of him. I don't know how reliable he is as a source. So who knows? We'll see what happens Sunday. Uh, Hang on to hope. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. But uh, I mean, God, we we got guys that can help, right? I mean, maybe maybe it turns into Chase doing his damnedest out there, even though he's he's a little sore, and then 
this is the game where we really get to see what Yoshi's capable of. Um, we did showcase, yep, Yoshi game, boom, right there. We did showcase uh, the ability to throw to our tight ends in the last game. So maybe that might be the game plan. Keep working those guys. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. I have no clue what these guys are going to do. Uh, maybe keep, maybe feed Mixon, right? Like there's, there's a plethora of options to go to, but uh, the Bengals, when shit goes awry, they just turn into an enigma for me. And I, I don't know what their game plan is going to be. I'm excited to see it, but uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. This is a hell of a YouTube name. Mostly moist. Ugh. Um, a lot of people are very uncomfortable with that word. I'm not. I'm, I'm down. But Chuck Sizzle is back. And I've seen a lot of people saying this today as we've discussed kind of what's going on yeah. on Twitter and on the internet. And I think there's a lot of potential in Charlie Jones, a.k.a. Chuck Sizzle. I think he was electric on that punt return that you and I watched together in week two. Mm. He hasn't really shown anything in the receiving game yet. Yeah. And... I don't know if we need to put so much faith in him on his first game back from IR making an impact. Now the Yoshi game could happen. Sure. Yoshi's got like 18 receiving yards on the year and two touchdowns or something. Like all he does is catch touchdowns. Yeah. Um, and then we've got comments about the tight end game. <laughs> Victoria wants to know if it's Hudson with an eyeball emoji. We are a Tanner Hudson program. We love Tanner Hudson. Am I going to bet on a Tanner Hudson anytime touchdown? Fucking maybe. Um, I think the important thing is, though, have Jamar Chase. If Jamar Chase is there, they will have to respect him, even if he's at yeah. 80%. Yeah. He's still on the field. You have to pay attention to Jamar Chase. If Jamar Chase can go, which I think he's going to, his comments, he kind of smirked and said, we'll see if I'm playing, but it, it, it led me to believe that he's going to go. Mm -hmm. And if he's there and he can take away a safety and a corner like he's going to do most of the time, I trust Joe Burrow to get the ball to whoever the hell else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. If he's out there, like an 80% Jamar Chase is 100% of 90% of the receivers in the league. You do the head math there. Uh, I might have just, I don't know, written the Pythagorean theorem with that. But like, it's just like the thing that cannot happen is dump offs, playing the flats, playing east west football. Because uh, like when we get into that rhythm, it, it just doesn't work for us. These like, yeah, some screens work, but like we complain time and time again, why are we throwing to the flats? Uh, like let's hit some hook curl, go down the field, run the slant, run the go, run the fit. Like, like that is when we are our best. And it, it's, I just don't want to see us fall back to this East West football pattern. That's my big worry for this game. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that they will. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I don't think that that is the identity of the offense. I think that was the identity of the Joe Burrow can't fucking move offense. Agree. Um, so I, I think that they'll still be able to find stuff downfield. If Jamar Chase is on the field, he's a downfield threat. I, I, I trust that he'll, he'll make a play there. Even on a down night against Buffalo, he had a big 30 some yard reception, you know, on a whole shot that Burrow was able to find. Um, Dan Orlovsky did a phenomenal breakdown of that play on Twitter yesterday. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's very, very good stuff. Um, so I would we, say concerned, not worried. Yeah. And we've also like, we're talking like, like you and I right now, like Tyler Wood doesn't exist. I mean, he, like, I don't, my brain just was like, Oh yeah, that guy's there. 
he had some great catches in this last game. So we've got Tyler Boyd too. He'll play. Uh, it's not. Like I just Charlie wonder. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. It's not like Charlie Jones needs to come in and be Tyler Boyd, and Yoshi needs to be T. Higgins, right? Like we've got Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd out there still, which is a one-two punch. Tyler Boyd is a number two receiver on any team in the NFL, in my opinion. Maybe a one on a couple. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I, I think that, I think that, thinking about that, I'm a little less worried. I don't know why I wasn't thinking about Tyler Boyd. I don't know why I didn't bring him up. Well, when I think of Tyler Boyd, the reason that I'm not putting him in kind of the conversation of who's going to step up and fill in is just because I'm not sure how apt they are to line him up outside. Mm-hmm. He's a slot receiver. He doesn't have elite speed. He's got good speed. He doesn't have outside receiver speed, especially at this point in his career. So I just don't know how, how likely they are to kick him outside. I think he's going to play more of that regular slot role. So if you look at the construction of the Bengals roster, you're going to have chase on the outside. You're going to have Boyd in the slot. That's going to leave probably Yoshi because Charlie Jones isn't built to be an outside receiver either. Trent Irwin's not really built to be an outside perimeter receiver either. So I think it's going to be the most significant snaps that we've seen from Yoshivash up to this point. And he's, he's, he's done about as well as you could ask him to in the, the opportunities that he's been presented of or presented with. That's probably the way to say it. So I think that, it's probably a good game to really see what the guy's got because I think he's going to be probably that primary second boundary receiver. You know, you you'll probably have Jamar line out wide. You'll probably have Yoshi play the X and then you'll have uh, Tyler Boyd in the slot. And then if they go out and they go four wide, that's when you're going to see probably a Trent Irwin come in and play the slot on the other side, or maybe, maybe it is Chuck sizzle. I don't know. I just don't think that, I've seen enough from Charlie Jones to make me think that he's going to make an impact on this game. I have seen enough from Trenton Irwin to make me think that he can make an impact on it though. Yeah. I don't think you put the, the, the game on Chuck Sizzle's back first game back from injury. Like, uh, and when I speak about Tyler Boyd, I don't mean kicking him outside. Sorry if that was confusing. I mean, maybe we're hitting underneath some slot routes with him, uh, in order to advance the ball, but, but either way, man, T, T being gone is a big kick in the nuts. Like it just flat out is, uh, especially coming off a game where he was ripping and tearing down the field. Uh, there's going to have to be some adjustments. So yeah, the, uh, injury report. Uh, has a few other players on it uh, of note uh, that are not counted out, uh, but potentially banged up, right? You got Sam Hubbard, uh, Cam Taylor-Britt was on there. Uh, a couple guys just to maybe watch uh, and, and see how, uh, how much they're participating in practice. I don't think they're truly limited right now, but uh, how nagging little injuries might affect the game. So just more food for thought on injury reports for us. Uh, have you seen the injury report for the Texans, though, dude? Uh, it's more like a roster. But yeah, I've seen that it's there. They've they've got a little league baseball team of like twenty <laughs> guys on the injury report, uh, and some notable characters on there too: Collins, uh, Larry Tunsil. Oh man, who else was on there? We were just talking about it. Mechie's on there, of course. Uh, but uh, a couple guys of note were on there, so I don't know. I don't know who they're going to be missing come game time, but they might be looking at a depleted roster as well. So everything could equal out here. Oh, Derek Stingley. That's who I wanted to bring up because there's been a lot of talk of a Stingley Chase game, right? If Stingley's banged up and Chase is 
80 to whatever percent. Maybe he takes advantage of that. We'll see. But we're going to be playing up a, a banged-up Texans team, too. Stingley going full the last two days makes me think he'll probably play. Sure. Anderson going full today makes me think he'll probably play. Um, but Bengals-wise, I think that like Sam Hubbard probably got a rest day. Yeah. Um, you know, Thursdays are probably like a vet day. I think he'll be fine. I think the Bengals will be fine outside of T, who's already out. Um, but moving on to more of kind of the construction of the team and the way that they game plan, mm-hmm. Houston can't run the ball for shit. They're they're relying on CJ Stroud to be good as hell, and he was phenomenal last week. Don't get me wrong. Unbelievable. I. I've come out publicly already and said that it, it appears that I was wrong about CJ Stroud. The guy's balling. But that's a one-dimensional offense. They have virtually no threat to run the ball. And as much as we complained about that with the Bengals, they are that way too. And they had Tunsil on the injury report. I don't remember exactly what his status was. Um, yeah, if he's hurt or if he's just high. Uh, he was limited today with a knee injury. So that's not anything to sneeze at. So they're going to drop Stroud back a lot. I agree. I and totally. Ke- Kevin left that comment um, that it's, you know, Damon Pierce, they don't have a running game. The secondary will be tested all day. And it, and then it will, because they're going to just drop back and throw the ball. But when I think about a team that's going to just drop back and throw the ball, I think of a game that Trey Hendrickson can wreck. I think he'll eat. I agree. I totally agree. I think our secondary is going to be able to handle whatever, uh, Stroud drops back and throws. Uh, he's going to get throws in because we've seen he's good now. Uh, but uh, I do think this is a game where Trey eats. Uh, I, I think DJ Reader is going to get back there. BJ Hill. I, I see Sac City uh, this game, hopefully. That's that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. And I know these guys on their injury report uh, are probably going to play. Uh, but I just, I just think that no matter what, I mean, you're on the injury report. If you got something nagging, something's nagging you, dude. So I think there's different avenues for us to take advantage of, uh, like Laramie Tunsil. And you said knee? Yeah, it's a knee. A lineman needs his knees, dude. <laughs> so, like, if we can if, – if, A, if he doesn't play, then we're playing some schmuck, uh, and hopefully we can take advantage of that. Uh, or if B, he plays uh, plays tough, right? He says, I got this. I'm good. I'm just sore. I mean, you can take advantage of that, right? Just like if Stingley's out there, bang up, Chase can take advantage of it. But if, if we can line up Trey and, and have him eat all in and around Tunsil and get back there to Stroud, dude, that'd be so good. And Mark, big Buckeye fan, as you can see by his profile picture, he makes a good point. CJ doesn't like pressure. There's two things that CJ Stroud doesn't like. One is the cold. That's why it's good for him that he went to Houston in a dome and he gets to play Indianapolis in a dome. It doesn't get too cold in Tennessee. And they've got Jacksonville. Um, so he doesn't like pressure and he doesn't like the cold. So pressure him. That's all you got to do. He's a rookie. And that's what, another thing that I put out there. I, I don't know what the numbers are. Somebody sent them to me. I can't remember what they are, but they're good. Lou Anarumo versus a rookie quarterback. Oh. You look at teams like Baltimore and Pittsburgh. There's always the, oh, when you start a rookie against Baltimore or Pittsburgh, he's going to be in fits. Cincinnati needs to be in that conversation, too, because Lou is so creative with his blitz packages and how he disguises coverage and disguises blitzes that it's 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 going to it's gonna get into a rookie's head. It's just natural. It's not a knock on C.J. Stroud. It's just the way it is. Plus, where he went to school, they don't have very high academic standards. You are stupid. 
<laughs> I'm not an OSU guy, so it's funny to me. But, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I, I've heard that. I've also heard he doesn't like to run. He's capable of it, but he doesn't like to. So I think maybe if we if we can uh, make the pocket that he's standing in trying to throw just feel like he's in a, I don't know, like a frying pan. He's just uncomfortable. Make him skittish. Make him squirrely. Uh, I think we can drop him, dude. Yeah. And then if he doesn't like the cold, God, I'm sorry, Cincinnati. And uh, I won't be at the game again because of my knee surgery, but uh, I hope it's freaking 32 below, man. So he just hates it. I just got one of the most ridiculous tags in my life on Twitter. I'm sorry. Um, but when you look at, huh? Can you share it? It's just, um, the legend himself, Bengal Jim oh. has decided that to announce in his tweet about the tailgate Sunday, that it is my birthday celebration. So like, that makes me look cooler than I am. And it looks like Tony the Tiger, uh, 2023 fan of the year. It's his birthday celebration as well. So I'm going to – I got a DD for the game on Sunday. I think I'm going to just turn it into my own little personal birthday party because my birthday's Saturday. So Will you be in your birthday suit? Um, I think based on the Paycor Stadium rules, that is uh, frowned upon. Um, well, I don't know if I would be allowed in. You can put your clothes on when you go into the game. I mean at the tailgate. Oh, um, I think there may be laws against that, too, um, in the city of Cincinnati. I'll have to look, though. I'll have to look in the rule book. I'm not sure. Um, but it's really cool of Jim to include me in his tailgate announcement tweet because I'm just a fucking idiot on the Internet, as I always tell you guys. Um, so that's – if you're going to tailgate Sunday, it's going to be my birthday. So that's, that's the same thing. <laughs> you heard it this weekend. Forget about the game. Bengal Jim's Drew. <laughs> Well, then we're going to go beat the shit out of the Texans right after. It's going to be great. And I got a segue. You ready for this? Yeah, go. Saturday, while being my birthday, is also Veterans Day. For people like you, Ron, for people out there who serve and have served to preserve my right to be a fucking idiot on the internet are being celebrated. So we are going to give away something for Veterans Day. Ooh. Now you're used to seeing the wallop of the week presented by the Cincy hat. You can see that I've got my standard black Cincy hat on that I wear just about every day. Ron's got the white version that he's always rocking. And we decided let's give away a Cincy hat. So here's how our newest Cincy hat giveaway is going to go. It is going to be a two pack of the camo hats, which are now back in stock at www.cincyhat.com. You can see them here. My personal favorite is the one with the orange letter. I think that's super, super dope. Um, not knocking the one with the white letters. I like that too, but my favorite is the orange letter. We're split. I like that black. I would wear that black one as my daily hat. Oof, that's good looking. So we are going to give away a two pack of the Cincy hat camo hats in honor of veterans day. And the way that you will enter is by retweeting this. Cause I'm going to clip this video and post it on Twitter. So retweet this video, follow the Cincy hat on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel and reply to the tweet with a screenshot confirming that you subscribe just like the last giveaway. Mm -hmm. And then on Monday's show, we will pick a winner. 
Now, last time we were supposed to pick a winner on the show, Spectrum really fucked me over. Oh my! I'm hoping that doesn't happen again. Yeah, that was so we're, that you were upside down. It was a it, whole thing. Entertaining as hell. Uh, very happy it didn't happen when Mike Daniels was on the show. But I digress. Keep talking since he. Had. So um, that will be how you enter. We'll pick a winner on Monday's show to get a two pack of the Cincy hat camo hats. And we've got comments thanking you for your service, Ron. And I second all of these comments without you. There would probably be somebody telling me I couldn't say a lot of the shit I say on the Internet. So you'd be be speaking German. I tell you that it would be dying or something. Who fucking knows? But it'd be a different language. But. Dude, Cincy Hat, awesome folks, uh, building amazing housing for adults with disabilities, uh, working with the village of Marici. Uh, so not only, dude, I, I love that I can say it now. Not only are we going to be giving away these hats, but we encourage you to go to their Twitter. We encourage you to go to their Instagram. Uh, but most of all, we encourage you to go to their website uh, and grab a piece of their merchandise. Uh, they have these lovely camo hats that we're giving away. Uh, but they have a ton of other stuff that uh, will fit any kind of style you need. Uh, FC Cincy colors, Bengals colors, Reds colors, Bearcats colors. Uh, I did see that one of their original designs is going to be going away. It was the orange with the black lettering. The bright orange, the neon orange. I saw a video from Matt that say it's going away, and I don't have one yet. And I told him, I said, that hat is loud and obnoxious. It is. I am loud and obnoxious. I fucking need one. So I got to order one before they're out. It is, but go check them out. Uh, go grab that hat before it runs out of stock. Uh, and then, uh, I think, do they have a donation button too? Yeah, you can, I've done it before. You can actually just donate. If you don't want to buy a hat, whatever the case may be, you can make a donation. I think of, I think the minimum donation is $5, but you can go and just make a donation if you'd like. I've, I've done it before. Yeah, the hats are very reasonably priced. Uh, donations are awesome. Uh, and again, it's linked with Teddy Karras. Ted Karras, uh, our wonderful lineman there, who's doing great things for the community. So, Kevin, ha- Kevin makes a good point here in the chat. Ever since you've been on pain pills for your knee, you've been pronouncing Marici right. I have to develop a narcotic addiction then, I guess. Will you be able to do it once healed and not on narcotics? Only God knows the answer to that. We'll have to see. <laughs> once I'm healed, dude, we'll have to see. Who knows? If if not, if I can't, I'll I'll put wheels on the skateboard and fuck my knee up again so I have to have another surgery and we'll be scot-free. Boom. Pain pills for days, right? Got to do it for the cause. Wedge Gordon says you're naming your next child Marici. Oh, yeah. At least middle name. That'd be good. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'm- there was another comment I wanted to get to, man. They're coming in so quick. We get on points, and I, I want to make sure I shout out our guy, Darth Bingle. Now, he oh. is the man, okay? Yeah. He makes the necklaces that we've been wearing in videos. He hands them out to people for free, as far as I know. He makes them at home. He he makes that. That looks like something you buy at the store. He makes that at his house. I I would pay forty five to fifty bucks for that. And I'm not shitting you. It's it's they're 3D printed, uh, and then he does like a resin pour, dude. And he will not take money. I got he refuses. Yeah, I got two of them, and and I tried to I I tried to hand him a 
$50 bill or something at the time. Hey, man, at least take this. He will not take money for him, dude. It's a hobby for him. He loves it. And uh, this is better quality shit than you'll find in, like, the pro shop uh, and online a lot of times, dude. It's, it is solid. You just you just took that chance to just bury the Bengals Pro Shop. I love it. Oh, it's not, I, didn't I don't love it. I like the Pro Shop, but it's fun. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Kevin says, "Fuck a Christmas wreath. I need one of those for my front door." That's a good idea, dude. Just put put it right on the front door. A I big, love it. big circle one. Yeah, I love it. He oh he is he has responded. He does take beer. Oh shit! Okay, there you go. Yeah, boom. I would take beer too. That's that's a good trade. Yeah, he deserves more than beer, but he does. It could he, be killing, but he's just he, kind. He was all done up last week too. He had his face painted, his head painted. He had the horns coming out like he was ready to rock. And somebody in the comments earlier said he's been all over the Bengals media, and um, he has, man. And I think it's awesome. I think he deserves all of the the credit that he's been getting, and you know attention for lack of a better word, not saying that's why he does it, but I think he deserves the attention that he is getting. Um, so big shout out to him. Thanks for tuning in, man. We, we're, we're glad to have you. We appreciate what you do. Um, back to football though. Keep talking football. We are doing a football game preview show. So, you know, but we're going to go off the rails a little bit. That's how we do. That's how we get down. I'm still taking Bengals. Plus a, t- a Bengals. I'm still taking the Bengals winning by a touchdown. Yeah, Minus dude. six and a half. Hell yeah. Me too. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I just, I think we're on a tear, bro. And I think we're looking at the tear we went on last year. Just, you know, I mean, a little earlier. Like, I, I, I think once we get rolling, you can't fucking stop us. I, I don't, I just don't believe the Texans have the weapons to do it. Um, Here's what's crazy. Yeah. If the Bengals win Sunday, when the Bengals win Sunday, they'll move to six and three, which would act after everything that we've seen this season, after all the shit that we've gone through this season, we get to six and three. That is the best start of Joe Burrow's career through nine games. That's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to say out loud, considering how we felt at the beginning of the season. Like we have the opportunity to do that. Yeah, that's crazy. Unbelievable. Kevin makes a good point. The Bills went for two last week, and it killed my plus. My my, I took the points last week, and it killed me, and it did. And I think that that was a radio call from upstairs, where the Bills' offensive coordinator was like, "This fucking asshole on Twitter named Drew was making all these videos saying that the Bengals were going to win by a touchdown. Go for two, and they yep. ended up being a six point spread. Um, but I'm I'm still confident." I'm a little bit concerned because T's not going to be there, but I think if Jamar's there, we'll be fine. So I'm really, really excited to see how Burrow is able to respond down a weapon because we always get the Joe Burrow's only good because of his weapon shit. Like, no, Zim put out a great tweet too, because Baltimore fans like to say that Zim put out a great tweet that said they drafted. I can't remember the receiver's name. He sucks. They drafted him over Stephon Diggs and Tyler Lockett, and then the next year they drafted some scrub over guys like Tyler Boyd and um, another good receiver, Michael Thomas. Um, so Joe Burrow does have good weapons. Maybe your team just sucks at drafting him. But yeah, yeah. We did this last year. We went on a stretch where T was out. We went on a stretch where Jamar was out, and Joe Burrow was still throwing freaking dots, dude. Like we like this this. 
it, while still nerve-wracking, shouldn't feel like uncharted territory for anybody. You know what I mean? We did it last year, the latter half of the season, and we still we still torch teams. You know, so like I just I feel like any, we can do it any given Sunday. We can do it. I got another thanks, Ron. Text from my dad because he's not commenting on YouTube. So thank you to you from my father. Um, but yeah, we went on a five game or I'm sorry, a four game winning streak without chase last year. And this isn't a knock at T Higgins by any means, but I think that chase not being on the field is a bigger deal than Higgins not being on the field. Yeah. Bigger. And Chase is a top five receiver in all of football. It just is what it is. Um, so I don't know, man. I just feel like kind of like you said that run that we went on last year where, Oh my God, the Bengals schedule is so hard and Jamar Chase is out for four games. They're fucked. They won yeah. every game. Oh, the Bengals schedule is getting even harder. Now Joe Mixon's out. They won every game. Oh, now T. Higgins is out. They won every game. We have Joe Burrow back. We've had Joe Burrow back since Arizona, and he's gotten even better since then and even healthier since then. So I, I'm not, I, I'm sorry. It's the Houston fucking Texans. I know CJ Stroud's played well. I know he, you know, he looks good. That's all well and good. They're still the Houston Texans as of right now. And yeah. I'm not knocking the team. I think that they've they drafted very well. They've built a good roster. I think they're heading in the right direction, but they're not the Cincinnati Bengals yet. And I think talent is going to end up being the difference in this game, even with Higgins out. There's more talent on the Bengals roster than there is on the Texans roster. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to get out coached. I don't think they're going to get outsmarted. I think it's going to be talent versus talent and talent wins. Yeah, no, I agree. Who I, my my notes, my other phone died. Who did Stroud light up? What team? I for some reason I don't remember. Oh shit, who did they play last week? I can't I just and they're pissed. <laughs> for the life of me, I can't remember. But I can tell you right now, no quarterback's throwing for 370 yards uh on this Bengals defense. I'm sorry. It's just it not- was the Buccaneers. Yeah. They stink. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, like we are, like our defense with Lou and Rumo. Nobody's lighting us up like that. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not happening. So uh, I know that the Texans. I think they're like in the last five games are four and one against us. But like the last time we played them in 2020, right? Uh, friggin' uh, God. Brandon Allen, baby. Brandon Allen tore up Deshaun Watson-led Texans, right? So like, then before that. I'm not, we're not even going to go back that far. So I, I just, I don't trust the Texans to be better than the Cincinnati Bengals this Sunday. History against the Texans hasn't been kind to us, though. We had the yeah. Monday night stinker uh, against TJ Yates once. We lost to him in the playoffs once. So it hasn't been the kindest to him, but that's uh, a lot of the old Bengals, too. This new Bengals hasn't played. Houston yet, aside from 2020, they did have T. Higgins. I know he had a really cool uh, touchdown catch in that game, but Burrow was already out with his knee injury, so like they just they haven't seen this yeah. iteration of the Bengals. And I think that they'll be a, a good team for uh, years to come. I think they'll they'll start getting in the hunt for playoff races within the next year or so. I think that they're a damn good team. I just think that the Bengals have been there, done that. The Bengals are the more talented team. Even with Higgins out, the Bengals are the healthier team because you went through that laundry list of injuries that they have. And that's just kind of what I'm going to hang my hat on. You know, the Bengals have the veteran guys now, you know, 
Burrow's been in the league for four years now. He's He's been there, done that. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's been to the playoffs. He's seen it. Stroud hasn't seen a lot of stuff yet. And I think that Lou is just going to toy with him. And I think he's going to bait him into mistakes. And a guy like Cam Taylor Britt's going to come down with the ball because he just seems to always find a way to. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I don't think the Texans' road to being a good team starts this weekend in Cincinnati. I, I just don't think that we're the better uh, and we're going to show them that we're the better team, and uh, we'll all be celebrating, and it's going to be a hell of a show on Monday, dude. So, hey, speaking of, yeah, no. well, go ahead. No, to your point. To your point. No, go ahead. I was just, I was just going to say something dumb. You sound like you had something with actual substance. No, no, no. This is stu- this is probably stupid. <laughs> hey, please continue. <laughs> I'm saying- I was just. Are we doing this? What are we doing, Ron? Dude, Joe Burrow, top five sexiest athletes alive. Is that is that confirmed? Yeah. Well, I got fucking beef with People Magazine. Taylor Lautner's the sexiest pod ha- podcast host alive. Get the fuck out of here. We got snubbed on that. And then fucking the fucking shitty guy from Grey's Anatomy that couldn't even dodge a car and he fucking died. Won it. What's his name? Fucking McSteamy. Uh, but what's his real name? I don't um, know. I only know him as something, a something dumb. That guy over me? Get the fuck out of here. And Travis Kelsey wins sexiest athlete athlete of the year. What do you think of that? He did? I think so. That's fucking media right there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. And Burrow was top five, which don't don't like come on, dude. Burrow is like like no, like we don't need to go too crazy here, but like Come on. Come on, People Magazine. What the hell are you doing? I mean, the sexiest podcast host is the guy that was in fucking yeah. a vampire movie fucking 10 years ago. I agree. They I clearly haven't tuned into our show. I didn't even know that guy had a podcast, first of all. I didn't know he was still around, you know? It's fucking ridiculous. Hey. You know, and that's just, that's just the media bias that doesn't like a good blue-collar guy like you or me. It is. You're right. It's your goddamn media picking these celebrities to be sexy. Should be goddamn a- fake news. <laughs> Should be you and me. Oh, man. So, yeah, but I, I I didn't know that Travis Kelsey won. I think that's completely yeah. fucking propped and set up because he's dating a mega pop star. I think. Um, I, and I told you that what I was bringing up here is stupid and has no, like, substance because it's. Like, why are two blue-collar dudes talking about sexiest athlete in the world? <laughs> but, like, like to me, it's like, come on. All right, we get it. He's Dave Taylor Swift. You picked him. We get it. You know what I mean? But he sexiest athlete. He looks like a fucking motorcycle cop with that mustache. <laughs> he used to have, you know, he used to have a cool beard. It was all lined up, and he looked like, you know, cool. But now it just, it's just the mustache. He looks like a fucking cop. Um, Kevin, I mean, with a great comment to try to maybe – fucking reel this thing back in don't forget to like and subscribe to help the algorithm and what he means by help the algorithm is get more people to see our videos share them with your friends hit like do all that good stuff for us on the podcast platforms too i gotta tell you something folks i don't know where this show could go but i hope it goes somewhere cool because my job stinks it's been kicking my ass all week and Maybe if we get enough likes, somebody will give me some money to say dumb shit. Probably not, but you know, a guy can dream, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Right now we're doing this for fun, but uh, if somebody wants for the to love come- of the game, yeah, for the love of the game, if somebody comes along and wants to 
help us. Okay, whatever, you know, we'll hear you out. But uh, yeah, dude, like, subscribe. We're, we're trying to grow the channel. I think we're flirting with 500 subscribers and uh, pretty good for how long we've had it up. Um, yeah. It's not a it's not a full-time gig for Drew or I uh, right now. So uh, we're glad we can provide you with what we provide you. But if you like and subscribe, hopefully we can grow our audience and uh, get some opportunities to provide you with more idiocracy uh, in the form, though, of giveaways like these Cincy hats and jerseys we like to do. Um, we're just two dudes, man. We're just two dudes who are lucky enough to to be in a situation where sometimes we're able to give back. So. Absolutely. My dad says, tell Ron to man up and get to a game. He had 15 knee surgeries. That's my dad has had three new knees in my lifetime. He just keeps, he's like a fucking truck, dude. Shit he break. Had, they take him into the shop and they fucking put a new part in and he's back out. He's had 15. Yeah, dude. He, uh, so he played football at Ohio state. He played football all through school and stuff. So he put a lot of problems on his knees and yeah, I, I've, helped him through three knee replacements, I think in my life. So the, the oh. guy, he's like 60% artificial parts at this point. I think he's going to live forever. He's the bionic man. They told me I'm definitely going to need a knee replacement, but I'm like, I'm holding out until Elon Musk comes out with like uh, some kind of robot model. I, I want one of those. Dude, that's the fucking move. You get a robot fucking leg. You, you could be the Bengals kicker for 30 years. I'll kick. Absolutely. 100%. Kevin said, good Lord, my dad is an animal. I'm telling you, man, the guy, the guy has had his surgeries. The guy has spent his time in the hospital, but he keeps kicking, dude. He is a, they're just building him up to just being like a hundred percent steel or whatever they make. That's nuts. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on surgery six and I thought that was a lot. Holy shit. No, nah, dude, I'm talking like lung cancer, whooped its ass. Heart attack, no big deal. Knee replacement, no big deal. And then he goes in for like a gallbladder removal, something that's going to be like, you know, basically very routine and easy. And it like fucked him up. He got like an infection and shit got rough for a minute. So the guy makes the, the hard ones easy and the easy ones hard. Love you, Dad. You're a good man. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> He's a medical marvel, son. I think he just does this shit just to get his insurance deductible out of the way early. For fun. Yeah, I can see that. You know, just knock that shit out. And he oh. was a he was a police officer for 20 years, too. So he was hitting the streets on them knees. Healthcare ain't cheap, boss. Healthcare ain't cheap. Kevin, Kevin said we need a story time with my dad. Actually, there is an old episode of a podcast that I used to do where he was on it telling us all about the Ohio State days back in the day. Maybe I like re-release that. That or um, right on here, shit. One of the two. I'm down. That's gonna have to be live in person. He is not gonna figure out restream. <laughs> I barely love you, man. Half the time, I'm the I'm like, dude, dude, it's trying to make me make an account. And you're texting me back like you're you're an idiot. Just click the link, click, click the, and I'm just like, oh yeah, you were right. My bad. <laughs> I'm the uh, I'm the technical consultant for that house. It's um, says something if you're the tech consultant for us so <laughs> so wholesome wholesome content telling stories about my dad and how proud i am of him for <laughs> kicking the medical industry's ass um yeah. i think we're getting to the time man we're at 39 minute mark you know what happens in the, here in the next six minutes we got to get anything smart we're going to say out now yes so you do so have you run through all the comments because that's a good good uh good thing to do here at the end see if there's any good ones uh, if there's not, so many. 
Yeah, go, run through some. If not, we can go into score predictions uh, and uh, and close out. Like I'm, I'm good. But Kevin, you were having a great comment day, my man. You're in your bag. I think is what the kids say. We're gonna show a lot of pre-snap pressure and then drop into coverage. Then big, then big. Bring a safety or a corner. I think that, that is a great idea. I think Lou will do that a lot. We're gonna simulate the blitz and then back out of it. So Stroud's going to wonder what the hell to do with the ball. Those are the kind of things that I think Lou's going to put on Houston this week and try to, like I said, bait him into some mistakes, bait him into holding the ball too long. So, so the rush can get there. Dude, I am slamming Mountain Dew game fuels and I am just burping. Um, no free ads, but this shit is so good and it's back, <laughs> baby. I spent like $30 on it at the store the other day. I'm a fat piece of shit. Um, so those are that's a, that's a great point though the, the simulated pressures and confusing a rookie quarterback is going to be great. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I agree. I got called fat on Twitter today. Oh, so that did happen. But man, these com- there's so many comments. I'm trying to just like catch up and get back to them all. Pick one. Like sometimes I like to bring them up on the screen, even if we're not going to like talk about it at the moment, because you know, just to show you guys that we see it and you get on the screen, but then like, we're like ADD and shit. So I'll be like, yeah, I think Joe Burrow's going to be good. Hey, somebody just commented that I'm a fat ass. And then we talk about that for five minutes. So like Ron and I just got to keep our attention kind of right on what we're talking about. Cause we yeah, this, stray off a little bit. This is not a professional show guys. Well, I tell you what, man, we're past that 40 minute mark and uh, we typically go 40 to 50 minutes. Uh, and uh, I, I think I, I, what do you got? We need to get the ball out quickly, establish the run. Play defense, no complacency, business as usual, and we're six and three. I that he just summed up our entire show. Yeah, with a new profile picture and a badass haircut. Yeah, we we could have uh oh yeah, check that out. We could have just read that and ended the show. He just summed it up perfectly, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful game plan. And he also makes a good point. We may not like it. Yeah. We want Cleveland to win Sunday. Yes, a hundred percent. I agree. Uh, I'll take Cleveland over Baltimore any day. Uh, honestly, I'm still torn with Deshaun creepy ass Watson, but, uh, I don't know. It is what it is. Um, I think, what I about, think that, go ahead. I think that when it comes to like fan bases, give me the Cleveland fan base over the Baltimore fan base any day. 100% dude. I know, uh, I know a few Baltimore fans that I'm amicable with on Twitter. Uh, but I'm amicable with a good amount of Cleveland fans on Twitter, man. Because there's that Ohio connection, whether we want to admit it or not, man. They, they got good ones. I like we're cousins that don't really like each other all the time, but we unite for the greater good a few times a year. Exactly, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, man. Let's hear your score prediction, and then I'll do mine, and we'll close out. All right. So I'm moving in confident. I'm moving in with good vibes. I'm moving in with good energy, regardless of T being out. I'm going to go Bengals 31, Texans 20. Okay. Wow. Okay. I like that. 11 points. I'm taking Bengals minus six and a half because they're covering the touchdown spread. I'm going to lock that bit in today before it changes. But I'm going, yeah, it's going to be double digits. Okay, I think it's going to be Bengals 27, Texans 14. Okay, I can live with that. Still cover the spread. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think that it's I don't I don't know that this is gonna be a thirty point game. I don't we just I just have a weird feeling. But I also think our defense is gonna uh, let Stroud know, hey Rook, this is the NFL. Good good job last game, but it ain't happening against us. I think this is a Logan Wilson jersey game. I think that'll be the jersey that I wear. I think it's gonna be a defensive game. And usually when I wear the wear the old five five. Logan Wilson does his thing, so I think that I, may be what I wear. I might rock this one just to get uh, – just to, to, like, give him a little extra superpower, Mr. Let Owens. me see the front of that. Huh? Let me see the front of that. It's Chinese, dude. It's fake. No, but I'm telling you, that's the best fake I've ever seen. Oh, it's not. The, the, it's, the got the, on, it's got the real, like, logo here. Uh, everything's, like – it's not stitched. It's like, it's not the screen print that's like rubber when you touch it. You know what I mean? No, it's, it's like, like the t-shirt jerseys that they sell. Yeah, exactly. And it's all. I have all, one of those. Yeah. The Bengals is big. It's the right size. They did. They, they kind of did the screen print on the back here. Like it, it's, it's good. I, they added an extra letter though, because uh, the children in the sweatshop don't know how to spell fuck. Uh, but other than that, man, it's it it's a solid one, dude. I'm I'm happy with it. Well, I have one of those jerseys that's like the t-shirt kind of material, but it's like the dry fit Nike type thing that I bought from like Fanatics or whatever that they actually make. I have a burrow one. I really like it. That's the best fake jersey I've ever seen because like I said, the, the bold Bengals font is correct. Normally when you see the fake China jerseys, it's in like fucking Times New Roman or something. And it's very clearly a knockoff. This is that like Under Armour material, like on the inside, yeah. like stretchy Under Armour. Like it's good. The the as soon as I ordered this one, the shop the shop closed uh, on THK because again they got fucking raided. Yeah, they probably got raided by the Chinese Gestapo. Children <laughs> of school sitting here sewing fucking jerseys for American idiots. But uh, I'm happy with this one. Thank you. Uh, insert. Asian sounding name, so I don't sound racist. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a solid jersey. I'm, I'm happy with it. This is it. 45 minutes. We did it. We're fucking done. Show over. We, we got to go before we get canceled. Thank you to everybody that tuned in. If you're listening on the audio platforms, we appreciate you listening to us while you're driving, working out, whatever you're doing. We appreciate you all. We have got to go before we're canceled. Who day? Who day, baby? Like and subscribe.